Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Leading Your Career as part of Leading Yourself podcast. This week on Monday, I did an episode on what do you want to be when you grow up? This was a follow-up from our first Leading Your Career episode where we talked about eight ways that you can start to take the driver's seat of your career. And let me say that as soon as I finish recording that podcast episode, and I don't know if this has happened to you anytime, I'm like, oh my God, I forgot to say this and this and that. And you feel like, okay, I, I need to go back and talk about all these things. This happens many times in day-to-day -day conversations where you're talking to someone, at least it happens to me, and we're having a conversation. I express my points of view, and like a few minutes after I left that conversation, I'm like, oh my God, I should have said this. I should have said that. I forgot to mention this thing. And This is what happens also on the podcast, especially when I'm just here improvising, which is how I typically do these podcast episodes lately. When I started the podcast, I remember I will like write everything down before. Um, and now I just pick a topic and I sit in front of my mic, of my mic and um, just start talking which I love the, the fact that I can do that and it shows me how much I've grown. But then things like this happen where I forget to mention certain things that I think were important to the conversation. So I thought I will do a second part of this conversation on how to gain clarity around your career goals, how to gain clarity around who you want to become and what do you want to do in the future when it comes to your career. And if you have not listened to the previous podcast episode, episode 130, I really want to encourage to hit pause right now and go back and listen to that episode before you continue listening on this one, because this is basically a continuation of that conversation. This is basically me adding on a few things that I forgot to mention on that episode. So just maybe as a way of summarizing, um, I shared on the last episode that when I started the podcast, my intention, my goal, my vision for the podcast was to talk about personal growth, leadership, and career development topics. And I've been very much heavily focused on the personal growth side of things. Um, and I want to talk more about career development topics. It's something that I'm really passionate about, and it's an area where I get a ton of questions. 
Um, so I thought I will start a mini section inside the Leading Yourself podcast where we focus on this. And let me tell you that they're not clear lines here, right? There is a lot of overlap between all these three areas. You can't grow your career unless you focus on your personal and your leadership development. You can't become a stronger leader unless you focus on your personal development and growth. So personal development and personal growth is a foundation to grow as an individual, to grow as a leader, and to grow in your career. So we're going to be using a lot of the themes that we talk about more on the personal growth area and apply it into the context of our career in this section of the podcast. On the very first episode that I recorded on leading your career, I talk about what does it mean, right? And for me, leading your career means that you design, you build, and you drive your career. And I talk a little bit more in detail in that episode, what does that mean? And I shared eight tips on how to start taking that leadership role in owning your career. Um, And the first thing we talked about is you need to gain clarity around what is that you want. What are your career goals? What do you want to be doing in five, 10 years? Who do you want to become in this area of your life? And that's what we started to talk about on episode one. 30. And as I said, I miss a couple of things. So I want to make sure I add those in because I'm getting a lot of questions and I'm like, gosh, I was planning to talk about that. I should have talked about that. So here we go. Um, Again, if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to that episode before you jump into this one. But here are a few things that I did not mention that I think are important. And I think it can help you gain that clarity that you're looking for. So what we said is your career, right? You, in order to own your career, to really lead your career, to design, build, and drive your career, you need to have clarity on what is your destination. And the destination can change, right? Because as we go in this in the journey of our career, we might take detours and we might figure out that that's not really what we wanted to go, but really what where we want to go is somewhere different. And that is totally okay. But you need to have a true north in your career. And that's what we're talking about today. And then the other thing that you know you need is to know where are you today? It's like when you're trying to use a GPS, right? You're not going to get to your destination unless you know what your destination is. And you also need to know what is your starting point. So then you can trace a route on how to get from where you are today to where you want to be in the future. And that's basically the same thing that we need in our personal life, in any area of our life, and of course, in our career. So today we're talking about the destination. And one thing that I think can be very helpful because what I found over the years working in HR is a lot of people go into this career conversations and they're jumping into solution mode, right? Has that happened to you before that you are trying to solve a problem, not that your career is a problem, but you're trying to solve a problem, a challenge, and you automatically jump to solution mode. 
The same happens with our career. We jump quickly into measures, into things that we want to do before we know where are we going. And knowing where we're going is so important so we can be intentional about the steps that we take to get there, the things that we get exposure to. Because here's the thing, time is a limited resource. And you probably, like many people right now, probably feel overwhelmed even with where you are today. I'm hearing this more and more frequently from people. There is a lot of burnout. There is a lot of overwhelmness because we live truly in a buka world. I mean, since the pandemic started, even before, but the pandemic really aggravated that and Depending on what industry you are, I think all industries are impacted by all the challenges that are going on inside the companies and outside in the market, in the industry. So a lot of people is overwhelmed and thinking about additional things to add to your to-do list can be daunting. So if you're going to add anything to your to-do list, you want to be intentional about what you're adding. So it's adding the most value to your own career development. And the only way to do that is to gain clarity on what your destination is. So I know a lot of people might be sitting down and saying, this makes sense, but how do I gain that clarity? So in the previous podcast episode, I share some tips. I'm going to share a few more. So one thing that you can do is to explore. I love to explore. Um, I like to say to people, go find a hobby inside your job. So you probably have hobbies outside of work, right? You have, maybe there are things that you like that you do on the weekends, things that you're passionate about that you do after work, maybe you're coaching a sports team for your kids, Maybe you're recording a podcast. Maybe um, you like to work out. Maybe you like photography, whatever those are, right? You probably have some hobbies outside of work. If you don't, please find some. We need to have some balance in our lives. And I think having hobbies is an integral part of that that can bring that balance and it can bring um, just an outlet to let go of stress and enjoy things that we love. But I always translate, I like to translate that concept into work. Finding hobbies at work means what are things outside of your job description, outside of what you do on a daily basis that you can do for fun inside of work. And for fun, I mean still work, right? But things that You want to explore so you can decide whether you like those things or you don't. So um, a lot of companies have ways that you can um, participate in projects in a different functional area, in a different area of the business from where you're working. So if you work in a corporate job, you know, look for opportunities to join a project outside of your area of responsibility. And when you're picking those projects, Try to find things that you really think you would like, but you're not sure. You know, we all have this feeling of, oh, what John does sounds really interesting. I think I want to do that, 
right? And then you move to John's job and you hate it. So finding these hobbies at work, finding things that you can do, that you can engage while you're doing your current job that can give you that kind of view of other areas of the company, of other roles, of other functions, it's great. So projects are one thing. Um, Network groups can be another. Um, Some companies call it employee resource group or business resource groups or employee resource networks. Um, Typically, these steam in the area of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Those are great for networking, but they're also great to learn about what other people do in the organization. How about asking someone to shadow them for a day? Um, If you are trying to identify what might be next moves in your career, what are things that you might want to explore? A lot of times we think about, okay, I need to move to a different role, to a different part of the organization to experience that. But even before you do that, um, ask a colleague at work, can I shadow you for a day so I can get an idea of what a day in your life looks like? There are companies that actually have formal programs for job shadowing. Um, But even if there's no formal program, like talk to someone that you know, Um, don't be afraid to ask. I I think people typically are really open to support with things like, like that. The other thing is doing career interviews or career exploration interviews. Uh, What are these? Basically is making a list of people that are in different parts of the organization that maybe are in roles that sound interesting to you. Uh, What are roles that you think you might like to do in the future? And kind of set up time to connect with those people and interview them, like have a conversation with them, ask them a few questions Um, such as, uh, tell me more about your role. Tell me what you like the most, what you like the least. What are uh, the things that excite you about your role? Tell me how does a day in your role look like? How, where are you spending your time? What are the types of activities that you do? What are the people that you're interacting with? Is it a very internally focused role or is it more externally focused? What are the tools that you're working with? What are the types of projects that you get to work on? Um, Questions like that. Um, I think it's important to learn from different perspectives. And also, as you do this, I think it's important to keep in mind that there are questions that are more objective and there are questions that are more subjective. What do I mean by this? When you ask questions like, what do you like most about your role and what do you like least about your role? That is very subjective. And what for someone might be something that they like. For someone else doing the exact same role, might be the thing that they hate the most about their job. And I think we need to be open-minded. I think I mentioned this on the previous podcast episode, that there is no perfect job. So there's always going to be things that you love about your job, and there's always going to be things that you don't like so much. The question is, what is the balance, right? What? How are you making sure that you're finding a role where there are more things that you like about that role than things that you don't. 
but just getting an understanding on what those roles even are. A lot of times I think we create this view of what someone does or what a role does in the organization. And when we actually get the chance to be in that role or look at it more in detail, it's not what we thought it was. So having this exploration uh, experiences, exploration conversations can be really helpful in helping you understand what you might like and what you might not and give you ideas on what types of roles might be things that you want to do in the future and what are things that you want to stay away from without making assumptions just because is sales is going to be such and such, or just because it's HR, you're dealing with such and such, right? We make a lot of assumptions in our heads. Let's get a little bit deeper below the surface. Let's, of that, those assumptions that we make by talking to people, by shadowing, by getting involved in projects or groups inside the organization. And even outside of the organization, maybe you have friends that work in different companies and just exploring how what they do is different than what you do, how maybe they're doing similar roles as you do, but in other companies, completely different. Or you have friends that outside of work that work for a different company that are in a different type of role or in a different industry and talking to those people about what is like to be in that industry, uh, what is like to work in that space. What is like to work with those types of customers? What is like to work in, in a public versus private company of, or vice versa, a small versus a big company, um, a tech company versus a retail company? I don't know. Uh, you get the point. So that is another thing that you can do as you are exploring and reflecting on what is that you want to do when you grow up. And when I ask this question, I want to reinforce that this question applies to anyone, regardless at what point or stage of your career you are, right? There might be people that are towards the end of their career. That question still valid, right? What is that you want to do when you grow up? There's always going to be that time where we are older than we are today, where we're more experienced than we are today. So it doesn't matter if, you, if you're looking at the next 20 years of your career, the next 30 years of your career, or the next three years in your career. Um, so I want to make sure I reinforce that because a lot of times when I um, share this question, people immediately said, oh, that question is not for me. I already grow up. Like that question you should have asked me when I was 20, when I was graduating from college. No, that question applies to everyone and actually is a question that we all need to ask ourselves on a regular basis because our preferences might change. As we go through life, our priorities change. As we go through different experiences, our perception of what we want and what we don't want change. The other thing I would say, if you're stuck and you really cannot come up with what is that you want? Maybe you can start with what is that you don't want? So start by making a list of the things that you don't like to do. 
the the type of jobs, the type of roles, the types of activities or projects that you don't have an interest on, right? Like for me, um, working in Excel spreadsheets all day with data, it's nothing that I'm interested on. I can deal with data. I love data, but I like more the analysis of the data than the manipulation of the data, right? I can do that um, for a short period of time, but if that is what I do all day long, I will be so frustrated, right? So that's something that goes on my list. Um, So make a list of the things that you don't like and then find what would be the opposite of what you don't like. Or try to reframe those things that you don't like into what you might like in using that like an elimination strategy, right? If I don't like this, then I might like the opposite. Um, So that's another approach you can take to get to what is that you want in your career. The other thing that I would suggest in this space of gaining clarity about your career is, I want to reinforce this, I mentioned it on the previous episode, is how does all of that fit with the lifestyle that you want? I think a lot of times we look at our career and we put our blinders, right? And we're only looking at our career and we're not looking at how our career fits in the rest of our lives. And yes, we spend more time at work than we spend in any other area of our lives, but we should not live to work, right? Um, We, I think we should find what we're passionate about. And I always say that you need to follow your passions. You need to do things that excite you. I I think that we spend so much time at work that we should all wake up in the morning excited to go to work, like finding fulfillment in what we do. But it shouldn't, our lives should not revolve around our careers. And I think a lot of times, especially at certain stages in our career, a lot of people fall into this trap. And then as time goes by, they look back and they regret. There is more people that regret making their life revolve around their career than the opposite. So I always encourage people to think about as you build your vision for your career, as you look at the things that you want to do and the things that you want to achieve and the type of professional that you want to become or the type of leader that you want to become, think about how that fits in your overall life, in your overall lifestyle. It's very, very important because the only way that you're going to find fulfillment in your career is if you feel that your career is in sync, in harmony with your life. Um, And know that I didn't say in balance because I'm very careful about using the word work-life balance because it's a term that I don't believe in. Um, And that's a topic for another podcast episode. Actually, I think was one of the very first episodes that I did of the podcast. Maybe it was episode two or three. 
I talked about my definition of work-life balance. I really recommend you go back and listen to that podcast episode if that is a topic that you're interested in. Just disclaimer, it was the very beginning when I started the podcast. So I was not as confident uh, in recording these. Uh, I remember that probably was one that I scripted and read. Uh, but I guarantee you that the content is there. And I think you're going to find that really, really helpful. And I'm sure this topic will come up again, because when I recorded that podcast was pre-pandemic. And I think my own views of work-life balance have shifted uh, as a result of all the experiences that we've been through in the last couple of years. And not only my perceptions about work-life balance, but about career. I personally had to reevaluate my career goals, my vision for my career. I had to ask myself all these questions once again, because my life has changed. My perception of life as it is has changed. And as a result, how my career fits into my life and my life into my career has also shifted. The things that I'm interested in and how I want to engage in certain things have changed. So if you're listening to this episode, first of all, if you've got this far along in the episode, probably is a topic that is in the back of your mind. Um, but even if you have done the work before of getting clarity around your career goals. Maybe you've had already had career conversations with your boss uh, or with a mentor or with someone. Um, maybe it's a time to revisit that because I think a lot has changed in the last couple of years and it merits at least taking the time to reflect and reevaluate what you really want and who is that you want to become in your role, in your career as a leader, as a professional, as a business owner, as whatever, fill the blanks. Okay, so those are a few things that I wanted to add to this conversation. And I did not write things down on a piece of paper again. So there might be things that I forgot again. But here's the thing. I think this is a topic that is super important and is so crucial when we talk about leading our careers that what I like to do is to bring some guests um, in the podcast and get their perspectives on how have they get clarity around their careers on maybe the tips that they have to share with you. So stay tuned because we'll be having some guests joining us on the podcast soon. Um, with that, um, I want to remind you that somewhere in the notes of the podcast, there is a link for you to submit questions. So if you have any questions or any topics that you would like me to talk about here in the podcast, whether it is in this leading your career section or in general around personal growth, leadership, and career development, make sure you submit those. I review those on a regular basis, and I use that as inspiration to define future topics for the podcast. If you found this particular episode helpful, do me a favor, share it with a friend or a colleague at work. 
And with that, I will see you here again for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. Have an amazing day.